Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to Tuesday, March 9th. I hope that your week is off to a great start. And looking forward to uh, talking about today's uh, futures because they are bouncing back looking nice after yesterday's mixed day on, uh, on Wall Street. So, hey, if you don't know how much risk you have in your portfolio and you're just tired of the ups and downs of these markets and the volatility, then that even means it's more important to know what your risk number is and what the risk number is of your current portfolio. To do that, just give us a call at 863-382-0037. Again, that number is 863-382-0037, or go to our website, statlerfinancial.com. There's a link to our schedule there where you can make a convenient appointment for yourself. Hey, Dave's coming up next. Looking forward to uh, not much in the economic realm, but uh, hey, we finally got some uh, uh, earnings coming through and some market updates, so stay tuned for that. Dave, I'm glad you did Appreciate it. It's 837. Let's check in and find out what's going on with your money this morning up on Wall Street. Yesterday we were saying things were not looking all that good. Well, batted about 500 on the indexes. Let's try to explain it all with a little help from Philip Statler from Statler Financial Services. Philip, good morning. How are you today? Hey, good morning, Dave. Doing well today. Yesterday was uh, well, not such a good day on Wall Street. I mean, the Dow, you know, it, it did okay, but the other two indexes kind of uh, uh, didn't quite make the didn't didn't make the grade yesterday. Dave. El Stinko might be the proper term. Yeah, the Dow was up 306 points as we were seeing that shuffling between NASDAQ and back into the blue chips on the big money side of the ledger. Uh, that Dow was up by 306, but the Standard & Poor's was off by about 20 and a half, and the big number of the day was NASDAQ falling like a rock 311 points down and that got us into correction territory in something that we were talking about yesterday. When one of the indexes hits correction territory, seems to create a bounce for all of them. And at the very least, that bounce looks like it's happening to NASDAQ this morning, doesn't it? It really does. You know, when we were talking about that yesterday, I, I really didn't think it would all happen in one day that we would get from that eight down to that 10. Um, uh, but uh, but obviously, uh, other people had other ideas. And so, yeah, we are now definitely in the uh, correction territory. But it does uh, yeah, like we, have a nice bounce today, Dave. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, yeah, it looks like it looks like it can't make 10. Oh, hold my beer. We ended up down around 11. But uh, point taking that, uh, you know, it's, it's bouncing back nicely. And I'm wondering whether this is the uh, uh, the bounce back on NASDAQ from the correction territory of the fact that all of a sudden our federal interest rates are starting to fall overnight. I'm showing a small drop on my delayed quote, but uh, we're looking at like six and eight basis points down on the 10-year Treasury notes. And that's something that we've been talking about now for a couple of weeks, about how rising interest rates are starting to scare some investors and those more adventurous companies on NASDAQ. Wondering if one's causing the other or whether it's just happening together. Yeah, that, you know, that's one of those things we don't really know what's causing what, you know, the chicken or the egg. Um, but we do see that it is down uh, basically a, a tenth of a percent from where we talked yesterday. So I, I got to think that's that's a good sign if we can continue to, uh, uh, you know, I, I feel like I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth. You know, we wanted it to go up and now we want it to go down, kind of like oil. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, But I would we like wanted it to drop down below one and a half. 
Yeah, we'd like to see it go up gradually. And this uh, six and eight basis point a day runs, that that just scares the bejeebers out of investors on the equity markets, doesn't it? It really does. You know, that's not uh, not what they want to see. Uh, they want to see steady one way or the other um, and not these uh, huge, huge jumps. Yep. The bottom line is NASDAQ is either getting a benefit from or the fact that they're going down means that people are taking uh, are driving the truck to drive them down. We'll find that out as the days progress. But uh, NASDAQ showing like it might very well take back most of what it lost yesterday and bounce back off of falling into correction territory. And Standard & Poor's is also up almost a full percent on my delayed quote this morning. So they're kind of taking one of the other indexes up with them, aren't they? Yeah, they are, and so that's uh, that, that's good. I mean, we we see like to see things bounce off bottoms, um, or, or you know, bounce off bad days. So we'll have to see if we can follow through because the uh, the whole key is, you know, we we already know we can start off the day one direction and end up in a different direction uh, before the day's over. It has been known to happen, like oh, yesterday. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So we've got some companies that are reporting for the uh, quarter that might end up helping or hurting down the line, and a couple of them are kind of surprising. The one that really caught my eye we were talking about before we went on the air was Dick's Sporting Goods, because I looked at a bunch of uh, top-line numbers that were coming across my news ticker, and it looked like they had something to celebrate. Well, they they did, uh, at least hindsight-wise. Uh, you know, they, they reported uh, quarterly earnings of like $2.43 a share, which was 15 cents ahead of what they expected. They beat on, uh, on uh, uh, revenue also. The same store sales beat. They, I mean, they came in at 19.3% versus the 17.1% they were expected. Um, they did uh, uh, come in with their full full-year forecast, and that seems to be the little fly in the ointment there. Um, they had it at between 440 to 520 a year, and uh, Refinitiv, the uh, group, they had it estimated at 515. So that's giving them a little bit of a headache this morning. Uh, they also increased their dividend by 16%. So it looks like a lot of good stuff, except for that full-year forecast. And that's costing them this morning. They're down uh, 7.3%. Good heavens. And their forecast, you might say, the range even included what folks were expecting. It's just that what they're expecting is on the very high end range of, of the range that the company gave out. Yeah, very, very high end. You know, so, so that, uh, that, uh, so that's really hurting them this morning is just that forward looking guidance. Kind of that cautionary tale we've been seeing, it's becoming a common thread that no matter how good you do, your guidance is what's really driving this qu this quarter's earnings season. Well, and that really does make some sense, Dave, because mm -hmm. the whole idea of the stock is, is as it goes up, it's supposed to be a leading indicator of what you think the stock's going to do or what that company's going to do. Um, you know, hindsight's great, but it's what are you going to do for me now? is mm -hmm. what people are looking for so oh yeah uh, just i haven't i haven't ever seen them quite penalize companies that badly off of marginal to conservative guidance and this guidance. time around it seems to me you can set the world on fire from the last quarter prove that you know how to run your company and if you say i'm not sure about the quarter to come that they'll sell you like chiclets but, yep, that's right. That's right. So then the other one I have is kind of still the rate retail, but it's the digital retail front. And that's called Stitch Fix. Mm -hmm. um, they lost 20 cents a share, but that was two cents better than what everybody had expected. 
um, revenue though was a little short and they are, you know, they're probably not on your big losers list, but they should be. Um, they, uh, they cut their guidance for the fiscal year that begins in July. And that's because they're changing some of the way they account for stuff um, or, or they reemphasize the way they account for stuff. And so they are, uh, they're getting beat up substantially this morning down 20 over 22 percent wow yeah after closing down six percent yesterday so so we're down 28 29 percent in two days welcome to armageddon if you're a stitch fish a stitch fist i can't say yeah. that stitch a fish. shareholder of that company there that's right <laughs> so i got two more for you or three more for you i guess i got thor industries which is uh you know they got to be doing good recreational vehicle market maker they have uh they have excelled with this all this COVID stuff. Uh, they earned two dollars and thirty eight cents a share compared to the dollar fifty five they were expected to make. Revenue was well above forecast. Also, now they did come out and do some warning. They were they warned on supply chain issues, having a hard time getting uh, what they need to be able to manufacture the RVs. Um, they expected to be really uh, have a negative short term impact on them. So um, they. Uh, they are not getting beat up this morning. They're actually up uh, almost 1.6% this morning. Cool. Good to have one bit of good news anyway. It is. I got a couple more good newses for you. Uh, Children's Place, the uh, children's clothing uh, retailer, uh, reported a dollar one a share compared to the 23 cents they were expected to make. So that was a pretty big beat on, uh, on their front. A revenue beat forecast as well. Uh, same store sales, you got to like this, Dave, up 1% compared to the fact that they were expected to lose 10 point, almost 11%. So, um, so a, a big, uh, a big diversion there. Uh, they're trading up 6% this morning. So uh, children's apparel is, uh, is being sold uh, pretty well there. Actually, it'll be a new 52 week high too. Cool. And I think you got a taco stand for your last report, I do, right? I do. I got the taco stand. Now, we don't have any of them here. I don't even think they have them in Florida, actually. Uh, Del Taco, uh, the, uh, the taco Mexican fast food place, uh, they mm-hmm. made uh, 20 cents a share, beat by six. Uh, revenue came in just a little bit above what they expected. The same store sales rose a little bit, 3.8% versus a 3.2 expected. And, uh, they're liking that. Tacos on sale, I guess. They're up 4% this morning. Well, that's good. During a pandemic, you need to keep your fiber up anyway. Uh, resetting the table this morning, it's a mixed bag yesterday. The blue chips on the Dow were happy. Nobody else was. 45 minutes before we opened this morning, Philip, which direction are we going so far? Dave, I'm liking the green ink on the on the uh, index side, the stock index side anyway. We got the Dow up a quarter of a percent. Uh, the S&P 500 is up almost 1%. And then the, the NASDAQ is up 2.3%. You got to love that after yesterday's uh, downturn. On the uh, commodities front, we've got silver making a, making a fast pullback, trying to, uh, trying to advance themselves up 2.5%. Gold's right behind them, up 1.8%. You and I were talking before we went on there. Crude oil heading in the right direction for you and I right now, down Two-tenths of a percent, $64.94 a barrel. I'll be happy to keep it under 65 at the moment. My expectations have been diminished somewhat. How about you? 
Yes, yes. We would love for it to be between 65 and, and 50. Uh, yeah. Ten-year bonds are down by about 10 basis points at this moment in time. Looking across the pond, everybody's in green ink this morning. The uh, Asian rim markets generally took advantage of our uh, blue chip positives from yesterday, and they're all up. And ditto for the European markets. Not quite as much, but we're approaching a half a percent up halfway through the day over in Europe as well. Uh, it's one of those days where we talk about it in the morning, Philip, and things go south for one of the indexes all at once. I wouldn't want to have been in NASDAQ stocks yesterday and be a day trader. It's not the way you ought to manage your retirement portfolio either. How do I find you to straighten that out with mine? You're so right, Dave. You know, volatility has uh, has definitely come back over the last couple of weeks. So, look, if it's uh, got you concerned, uh, give us a call at 863 382 0037 and let's walk through our financial x ray to determine how much risk you really have in that portfolio of yours. And then uh, check out our website, statlerfinancial.com, and then join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk, 7.30. All righty, back here again tomorrow morning, same time, and look to see what happens with NASDAQ and the rest of them today. Philip, thank you much. We'll catch you in the morning, all right? All right, man, you have a great day. Be well. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services, Philip Statler. Hey, folks, I want to thank you for joining us today. Again, I hope your day's off to a great start. If you like what we do here, please like our page on Facebook, Statler Financial Services. Share it with your friends and family. Uh, let's make us a place to start your day. Have a great day. I look forward to seeing you again tomorrow. Bye now.